to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am here today to talk about a much-in-demand um, question that uh, people are asking in our group and uh, getting emails about. So people want to know, when they have homeschool seniors, during this COVID season, what should homeschool graduations look like? And so we're going to talk about that. So recently we asked a bunch of our seven sisters about how they're handling the homeschool graduations in this crazy time. So some states have opened up and people can get together in groups and some are still, they have uh, more uh, social distancing rules and how many people can gather together. So you want to make sure you know what your state regulations are and also so what you and your family are comfortable with. So I want to just kind of go down some, some tips that we've gotten from our various seven sisters and the things that they have done last year or are doing this year with their homeschool graduates. So you can get the wisdom of the seven sisters. So first thing is you want to decide if you're going to have a graduation ceremony at all. So some homeschool high schoolers do not want any kind of event. They just not into it and they don't have to be. So I have always told my kids whether they wanted a, a graduation ceremony or not. I wanted a graduation ceremony that I worked hard for them to get to the graduation part of their life and ready to go on to the next part. And I deserved to see them get that diploma, you know, to have an event, a closure. So that was important for me. And I explained that to my kids and they understood it. But sometimes moms don't care and sometimes teens don't care. So there's not one right way to have a graduation ceremony. So if your kid just wants an appreciated pat on the back and some cake, that's fine because you need to do what's best for you and your family. Some ceremonies that I have been to over the years have been as simple as a group getting together in a backyard and presenting a diploma. And that's uh, common these days. It, in fact, drive-by um, graduations is not unusual for our homeschool population. So that is fine, too. Or you could just skip an event and uh, as far as, you know, handing out diplomas or something that feels formal and have some kind of get together that fits in your family's needs and the state regulations. So whatever the state allows is numbers and location and all. And in some places you can actually have an event these days. So I know our local homeschool umbrella is allowed a certain number of people in a large building and everybody social distance placed and masked. And so that's what they want to do. And so that's, um, like I said, no, not one right way as long as you prayed about it and you're following the rules. So, so that you pick what you want as far as informal to a formal event and make sure your teen is part of that discussion like they should be. All right, then you want to choose a date. And it's nice if you can know, like, if there's a time point where regulations for COVID will be loosening and you can plan it for after that date, um, or, you, you know, how much time people need in order to plan, you know, to finish their vaccinations or whatever's going on. So you want to choose a date and give a little bit of time. 
All right, then you want to choose the actual format. And again, remember to keep your teens in on this process and kind of explain if they haven't been to a graduation before, what it's looked like, you know, like when you graduated high school or, or college and, uh, you know, kind of give them a picture so that they can decide with you what they want. So, so will it be a ceremony in the front yard with a drive-by or a small private ceremony in the backyard? Um, will you have access to like a local park venue where you can have, a, you know, a shelter of some sort or your local church? So whatever you want, you know, and your teen wants together. Also, will you have someone there to film it or live stream it so it can go on Facebook to the relatives who can't travel? So I know that's been a real common thing. And the lovely thing is, um, you know, everybody's got a cell phone now and you can easily film it and have that being uh, on the social media so folks can come if that's what you want. Then, then one of the things that I know in my generation that's very important to us was to have graduation announcements. And these days, you can make graduation announcements. You know, my oldest graduated back in the early days of homeschooling. Our only thing we could choose from is going down to the local printers and ordering these expensive, fancy graduations. But I, I, I you know, personally don't care that much whether or not there's an announcement, but sometimes grandparents really treasure graduation announcements. Like they're from an older era and to get a graduation announcement, especially one in an envelope so you can slip a picture in it, it's like they show it to all their friends and it's really exciting. And so you may want to, for the old folks at least, to have some graduation announcements. And these days you can make your own ones online and I can put links in the show notes to several um, of the places where our local homeschoolers have made online graduation announcements. Alrighty, and you know, want to make sure that folks can get those announcements several weeks ahead of time. I know for um, these days, travel is so complicated that you may need to as early as you know a month or so ahead um, get those graduation announcements out. So that's that's announcements. So you got your your venue and format and you've got announcements and then you've got to create a diploma. So you can wait till later, you know, wait till the last moment for this because it's not hard to make a diploma. Um, you can do that on your own computer with just some parchment and it's nice if you can go down to the local office supply and get your own personal stamper on it to make it look um, official, or you can order them online. So again, I can put um, some links in the show notes to where folks have ordered online diplomas. Also, while you're at it, if you haven't kept up with your transcript, start doing that now. And you know, at sevensistershomeschool.com, we've got a, a transcript template and there's lots of those online too, and lots of how-tos. So check, check Seven Sisters and, and uh, we can help you out with the transcript part. So, okay. Sometimes people ask me, why does my kid have to have a diploma? And I am going to tell you the truth is in my 18 something years of being an academic advisor, I was always astounded that I would have um, employers contact me for a copy of the diploma, like 
evidence of, or ask the teen um, in applying for a job, you know, show me your diploma. We've even had this like after folks had been out of high school for years, even applying to grad school, sometimes they want to see an actual diploma. I always thought that was the weirdest, weirdest thing, but for sure. Also the same thing with transcripts, like you may live in a state that does not require transcripts. And that's cool. Um, you don't have to do it. But again and again, we've had employers, the military, um, you know, grad schools, even though kids have a college graduate degree, they want that high school transcript. It's not always, but you know, several times each year we've run into those. So it's easier to do it now than to try to reconstruct something from the deep, dark past. So that's, that's why I'm an advocate of diplomas and transcripts. Okay, enough of that. All right, then you want to decide if your teen will have a cap and gown. Like for us in my generation, you know, you're not really graduated unless you've walked across something in a cap and gown and somebody moved a little tassel on the cap from one side to the other. And that's, that's just kind of part of our rite of passage. Some teens do not care about that, and you may not care about that. But if it's important to you, and I, I, you know, I still think it's very valuable to have that. It's a rite of passage kind of thing. Um, is you order one of those and make sure these days order it as early as possible, because the the sometimes, especially if they ship it by mail, it's going kind of slow. So, um, you know, get that done way ahead. There, I'll put links again to organizations where our kids have ordered their cap and gowns. So here's a, here's a little tip for when you get to the actual ceremony, if y'all decide to do this, is it doesn't matter whether you move the tassel from the left to the right or the right to the left. You just have to move it. Like there's no actual protocol for that so you just choose and uh and that's so we, we used to have you know like big stressors about that but really it, it doesn't matter Alrighty, then you decide if you're having the ceremony are you going to have a, a format that's planned ahead like we have an opening prayer and a closing prayer and who will do those will there be any speeches and who will do those? Like, will your teen be giving a speech? Will you say a little speech? And decide right ahead how long those speeches will be. And then if you bring an outside speaker in, you know, make sure they are clear on how long speeches will be. Because really, really, sometimes speakers really get like random. You've probably been to graduations where I went to, I went to one that the speaker went on for an hour. And, you know, the truth is, Nobody is there to hear the speaker, um, unless they're really famous or something, uh, that, that they are there to watch a kid get graduated. So we always, in our local homeschool organization, we would have a group event, and we would always have a speaker come in, um, but we would make sure they knew it was to be no longer than 15 minutes. That's, that's all they got, and they've always been respectful of that. So, all right. Next thing you decide for that ceremony is where there'll be a march. Like if you're in your yard, you know, will you walk across the yard? Or if you're in a church, will you walk across your team, walk across the stage? And so you want to, um, you know, 
make sure your teen and you are on the same page. For me, I like the walk across the stage event. Again, it's part of that rite of passage, you know, seeing the teens finish their high school work in that way. Um, when they march, if they're marching, do they want Pomp and Circumstance by Algar to play? So that's the traditional. And you can, you know, download uh, you know, orchestras playing that so it's not hard or you can have a, you know, local um, keyboardist come in and play. So whatever works for you. And then how do you improvise a sound system for that? So if you're in a church building, will the church let you use their sound system or are you going to have to bring your own? And uh, if you're doing that in your yard, do you, what do you need for that? So, you know, that's a good thing to do your research a bit ahead of time um, because you don't be stuck that morning trying to figure it out. Alrighty. And then you do the order of events. So will your teen enter, you know, if you're doing music in a march, are they going to enter with the music? And will that be after the prayer or before the prayer? You know, that's uh, really, you don't want to think about that at the last moment. So, and then will the speeches be first or the diploma presentation be first? Again, if you decide ahead of time, you don't have to figure it out that day. What you want to do then is to, to make a determination on how to present your graduate to those who are attending. And you know what, this, that just sounds silly, but if you don't do that, the, the ceremony will fizzle at the end, like, oh, okay, well now we're done. But instead what you want to do is after they've gotten their diploma and all the events, whatever's going on, then you have your, your graduate face their guests, you know, whether it's a whole audience, you know, at a church building or the folks in their yard. And you say, you know, presenting our high school graduate or whatever you want to say so that everybody can clap and everybody knows, okay, we're about done, <laughs> you know, like, and that's, that's, it's kind of like the culmination of all of high school is that, that present to the audience. And, um, uh, you know, teens will remember that and you will remember that. And you would also remember with more fondness if you have a, a crisp closure to your event. All right. So, and then, you know, what kind of ending prayer would that be? And if there's music at the end of the ceremony. So, so you know, again, there's not a wrong way to do a high school graduation. If you want to just let things flow, well, you do you. Um, but having been through a number of high school graduations with our homeschoolers, these are the things we've learned. Some of them the hard way on what's uh, what makes it flow best and feel better. And then what will happen after the ceremony? So will there be some kind of party or will that be another day or no party at all? And that's, uh, that's totally up to you. There's not one right way. So I'm going to give you some links to um, some of our friends uh, with their kind of things that they have done with their teens. So we've got some really good suggestions for, from our various seven sisters on how they've handled parties and ceremonies and things like that. And uh, at Seven Sisters, we have a whole series on setting up a party. Like really, you know, like our seventh sister, Allison, is pretty amazing. And she organizes all events. She, you would never know Allison was even there. She just kind of figures everything out and makes it happen. And her events are always smooth sailing. And it's because Allison just knows. So we have posts at Seven Sisters on, on 
drinks and how to delegate stuff and how to set up and how to clean up and even manners for the attendees. So if you have kids who, you know, youngers for your, your kid that's graduating or you and your kids are attending something is how to give them some tips on what a good guest at a big event like that looks like. And, you know, an empowered kid is a confident kid. And the tools they learn in attending events can help them feel confident for other things that they will be facing in life. So anyway, that's some basics. I mean, you you can do this. You can do this. Here's, here's a couple of fun things, all right? One of our seven sisters, her name is Sabrina Hubbard. She said that she had a, a little cake in her yard and it was portioned out. And uh, so she had everything ready. And so when people drove by, because they had to do drive-bys, they had a cake and, and snacks and drinks in bags and they handed them to the guests as they drove by. So our other, our, another seventh sister, Amy, um, said that she had her guests actually were able to stay in their backyard and she had everything portioned also in little paper cups in, on trays of ice. And so everything stayed um, very clear and crisp and no extra touching. And it also made it easier for the guests to like get what they needed to eat and then spread out and enjoy each other's company. So those are just some really easy, basic things that, that they had suggested. Um, and then we have guest ideas on how to handle, uh, you know, the guest and, and number of people at Seven Sisters Homeschool. And so I'll put links to all these things in the, in the show notes. Okay, I think that will do it for that. So listen, you can do this. It, it may be a COVID season, and that's that's just where it is. And you may be in different stages of what the we're recovering from that looks like. But no matter what, you can have a memorable get together or or not, whatever your team needs. Um, but I do highly recommend some kind of closure thing, even if it's just cake and we'll pat you on the back. So that'll do for today. Hey. If you can, would you hop over to wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us some stars, maybe a review, because new homeschoolers, like homeschooling is doubled in people who are doing it, not just through their, their school system, but at home, um, you know, as, as official homeschoolers. And so they need access to resources. So the more reviews and stars we get, the, the more the podcast gets shown and we can all share resources. Also, if you have any ideas for topics that you would like to hear us talk about at, at the Homeschool High School podcast, if you could share that on our Seven Sisters Homeschool group or send a message there. So just go, if you haven't joined Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook group, it's, it's easy, just, you know, just ask to join. And then you can send a message or share with the group because we want to know what you guys want to know. And so we're always willing to hop in on topics that you guys are interested in. So thanks for joining us today. We will be back next week. This has been the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. <laughs>